Chapter 1. Never Let Them See You Sweat Nicole Grant, former dating guru and A-list matchmaker, knew it was a bad sign when the philosophy you were living by came from a deodorant commercial. As words of wisdom went, they were nowhere near as lofty as nothing succeeds like success, or quite as motivational as if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. But as she stood in the archway of Bitsy Baynard's Palm Beach dining room, struggling not to wipe her damp palms down the sides of the vintage Valentino cocktail dress, those words were pretty much all she had. No one in that room knew, or would ever know, that she'd spent a good chunk of her remaining cash on a salon cut in color, or that her makeup had been applied for free at a Saks Fifth Avenue cosmetics counter after she'd made a show of cursing the airlines and pretending abject horror at arriving in Palm Beach without a cosmetics case. She squared her shoulders and made her way through the formal dining room to her seat, thanking the goddess of the gene pool that at 46 she still had an air of command, a graceful neck, and her trademark cheekbones. A lifelong running habit and a recent, if unwelcome, bout of physical labor had prevented her once speedy metabolism from sputtering to a stop. Bitsy's table had been set for twenty. As she'd promised, her guest list had been culled from the appallingly short list of Palm Beach residents who had not lost money to Nicole's brother, Malcolm Dyer, who had recently checked into a medium-security prison for the criminally greedy. Bitsy had assured her that none of the guests would bring up Malcolm's Ponzi scheme, which had bankrupted Nicole as completely as it had its hundreds of victims. But as they took their seats... Nicole could feel their eyes on her, like motorists unable to drive by a car wreck without slowing down to take a look. Nicole raised her chin and welcomed their glances. Every one of them was a potential client or a possible referral source. She smiled her thanks to Bitsy when she saw the seat that she'd been assigned. It was next to Helen Marin, a divorcee whose first husband had left her for a well-known jockey, and whose second had fled to a Tibetan monastery to find himself, a search so consuming that he'd still been looking three years later when Helen had found and divorced him. Helen Marin's face was round and pink, and she bore an unfortunate resemblance to Miss Piggy. But while her physical attributes appeared skimpy, her net worth did not. So, are you like the millionaire matchmaker? Helen asked when the first course had been cleared away. Yes, Nicole replied with a friendly smile, but without the four-letter words and the funky-haired staff. Or the money and fame, all of which her brother had stolen. Nicole brought Bertrand and me together, Bitsy said helpfully with a smile for her husband, who had proved to be far more than a worthwhile investment. She has a lot of high-profile marriages on her resume, but she's very discreet. Nicole threw Bitsy a smile of affection and gratitude. Bitsy and Bertrand's match had been one of Nicole's most satisfying achievements. Of the hundreds of wealthy and celebrity clients she'd found mates for, only Bitsy had not rolled up her welcome mat once Nicole's relationship to Malcolm Dyer had become public. A fine bead of perspiration broke out on Nicole's upper lip, and she reminded herself yet again that she was not to blame for Malcolm's crime. She was not her grown brother's keeper. The federal government had claimed that job. She maintained her smile as the trout a la russe was served and willed herself to enjoy it. 
She didn't foresee a meal prepared by a cordon bleu chef anywhere in her near future. There was no way she was going to waste it. And she's part of a new television show on Lifetime, Bitsy continued. A home renovation program. She and her co-stars redid Bella Flora, a great Mediterranean revival home that they own over on the west coast of Florida. And now they're going to do a place down on South Beach in Miami. She turned to Nicole. What's the show called, Nikki? Do-over, which was what she was hoping the show would turn into. The pilot airs July 1st, Nicole added, seeing no need to mention that this opportunity would involve another back-breaking summer sweating over a house under the unrelenting eye of a video camera. Or that this time she and Madeline Singer and Avery...